We are the gentlemen advancing the melanin evolution. Welcome to another edition of the Game Recognized Game Podcast with RLJ and Kev. I'm KEV, that's RLJ, and we are the gentlemen advancing the melanin evolution, where evolution is revolution. We back one more again, Brother Jay. How are you, sir? Hey, man, listen, I, uh, 2021 is starting to look like his cousin that just left. But, um, you know, I, in, in all things, I give thanks. So I'm, I am here. I am grateful for my, my space in the building, as the old folks say. And I'm um, riding the wave, brother. I'm just riding the wave. How you feeling? Man, I'm feeling all right, man. But, yo, you know that uh, 2021 is ratchet, ragged-ass cousin 2020. <laughs> it, it ain't like, it, it don't feel like 2020 uh, left the, left the, the neighborhood yet. Seems mm-hmm. like that joint just pulled out the driveway, man. And yeah. 2021 sitting there just looking out the window sad. I'm like, nah, man, I need, if you're going to be sad about 2020 leaving 2021, I need you to speed it up. <laughs> I need you to speed it up, man. 2021, bro, like, yo, it seemed like we've been in this shit forever, man. Mm. <laughs> like, it's only, it's only February. It's only well, Jan- February. I-, I thought January went by kind of quick. It did, but so much crazy shit happened in January. <laughs> Okay, now that's true. That's true. That was it's yes. I wanted that shit to ease in a little bit, you know. Let, let me get my feet wet. Let me get my feet wet. You know what I'm no. saying? We got insurrections and virtual inaugurations and you know, people wilding, man, and, and, and we losing we losing more queen, kings and queens in the village, man. And so twenty twenty one, yo, it seems yo, I, I I think I'm I think I'm I'm tired already. <laughs> I'm tired. It just started. I could use a nap. <laughs> yeah, I could. I could use a little nap, like today. Like I took a nap right before one of my Zoom meetings because uh, I randomly had a two-hour meeting put on my calendar, and I Bless literally you. at that moment just became exhausted. I said, "Oh no!" So I needed to lay it down, took a nap, and I think with everything that's happening, I am a strong advocate of taking naps so you can get some rest before you have to make some decisions on how we're going to handle everything that is transpiring outside our door. Um, so yeah, man, I, I've been taking that. I, I, I literally had to start scheduling them, Yo, especially when it's working this, from home shit and turned us into preschoolers, man. All those times <laughs> we, we good, didn't want to take a nap. We need now a good snack and a nap. <laughs> Daily. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's legit though, man. Why, mm-hmm. why, why did we, as, as we became adults, why do we get rid of the, rid of the snacks during the day and and the naps, man? Like that's a, that's kind of a big deal. That's part of wellness. Like the little kids get it better than we do, and they understand. Like yeah. I was laughing. Um, one of my godchildren. I I remember I was visiting him, and he couldn't <laughs> he couldn't get his life together. So he was like, I I need to take a nap. <laughs> his mom was like, Okay. He was like, Yes, I think that would be best. And so he just leaves the room, and I'm just like, that little that little dude gets it. He gets no, it. Like he understands. Places, like there's too much going on around right now, and I just need to take a mental escape. When I wake up, I'll be able to handle it. But right now, I just I just can't. And I'm just like, yo, with that same tenacity, I do that in meetings now. Stuff gets too much. I close my camera, and on the screen it says, "I will be right back" as my profile picture. And sometimes I will recline my chair and take a power fifteen right here in the middle meet, because it's just too much. See, it's I haven't much. I haven't mastered that, man. You know, I'm I'm trying to. You know, you hit forty, you hit forty, brother Jay. 
and little stuff start happening, man. Like, that's another thing. 2021, man, I'm in the doctors, man. I'm trying to get my blood pressure situated, man, mm. and make sure make sure all of my all of my uh, my lipids tests and cholesterol and all that stuff come back, mm. <laughs> copacetic, EKGs and all that shit, man. And so I'd be scared to take a Power 15, Brother Jay, because Power 15 going to turn into, damn, this nigga Kev has left for the day. <laughs> 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 <Yo>. <laughs> Ain't no way, ain't no way, ain't no way in the world, Brother Jay, that I'll be able to really take a power 15 or a half hour nap during the day. Because, bruh, I know when I take naps on the regular, it ain't a nap for me, man. It's sleep because I'm, I'm still, I'm not really sleeping that well. That's an, another, I had a sleep study done, man, They hook you up to all this stuff. So I'm trying to figure out, like, yo, I'm trying to live my best authentic life, bro. My best authentic life. Sleep and everything, man. I'm not, I'm not sacrificing shit else. All right? Nothing else in my life. I done sacrificed enough, Brother Jay. I done sacrificed enough. So 2021, you can kiss my ass. I'm going to get some good sleep. I'm going to figure it out. But, yeah, I can't do a power 15, man. I can't That's do a fair. power 15. Know thyself. That's the most important virtue Fact. that you can have, like knowing That's it, yourself. Man. That's all I got, Brother Jay. I know myself. <laughs> That's all I got. That's fair. I, too, I too will sometimes, like, yo, don't go upstairs and take a nap because chances are it's going to be one of those days. And then there was one day where the shoes came off. I got undressed out of my fake work clothes. I closed my curtains because I got the the light counseling curtains. And I took my black ass to sleep. I didn't take a nap. I went to sleep. It was like 2 o'clock in the day. I text my team. I was like, if you need anything, ask me tomorrow. I had enough. And I was like, mm-mm, mm-mm. These people that don't look like me are not going to stress me out. Mm-mm, mm-mm. Yo, how are you how are you managing like the Zoom fatigue, man? Because I know it exists and I know I've experienced it. But as far as like managing it, I'm mm-hmm. not sure. But I I I I'm I'm so grateful and thankful to do like just telephone calls. Not from people, not from people that want to talk to me uh about personal stuff, but like as far as work stuff. Like if it's a work if it's a telephone call versus a Zoom meeting, for some mm-hmm. reason I get excited. I, even on Zoom, when I'm not feeling it, I don't go on camera, mm-hmm. right? If they ask me, it's like, hey, can everyone turn their camera on? I just don't respond because that's an unrealistic expectation because you don't know what's going on behind me in my background. Absolutely. Or what's going on in my environment. And so if I don't willfully show up on camera, then, right, I that's one of the things that we've been practicing, especially with my team. If I don't show up on camera, then don't, don't, do not request me to come on camera. Mm-hmm. There's a reason. And at this point, now you're invading my privacy. Regardless of the reason, I could just not be feeling like being on camera right now. Maybe I don't feel well. I don't look my best. I'm not going to present my best, so I'm staying off camera. And I will okay. blatantly ignore it, right? Yeah. A lot of times people say, hey, let's hop on Zoom. Can this be solved via email? And so I only accept things that are vital, like, one, I haven't talked to you in a while. Two, we're touching base. Three, we're giving information. Boom. I don't really like talking on the phone either. And so camera off, I can multitask, do what I need to do, because chances are I don't really need to like listen intently to a lot of the Zoom calls that I'm on, because either the decisions have already been made, but they're offering up as a discussion about the decision, even though they've already made their decision. And so I know how to read the room. Great. I hit Ooh, that's accept. That's a whole other episode right there, Brother Jay. <laughs> I accept. 
I minimize everything. So, Ronald, do you have anything to add? I'll comment in the chat to, so people know I'm paying attention every seven minutes or so. Boom. And it, I've gotten so clutch at it, right? I have this 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 thing on my desk where I can control stuff. And it has, I'll hit the button and it'll do a countdown. And when it gets to like 30 seconds, it'll start flashing. So I know open Zoom again, read the chat, respond to something in the chat or copy. Oh, that's a great point. Minimize. I hit the button. It starts over at seven minutes again. Yeah, we just gave y'all some free game <laughs> on how to how to maneuver in this new Zoom world that we're in. Because I don't think it's going anywhere, brother Jay. I don't think mm -hmm. it's going anywhere. I don't think I, I think I think once things kind of open back up and we try to identify what normal will be, because we're not getting back to normal. Like people, that's mm -hmm. that's some some silly shit. They think that shit just gonna go back to the way things were. <laughs> right. But I think I think this Zoom thing will be around for quite some time, man. And it, my problem is it'll be people on the Zoom call that, you know, damn well, you ain't really trying to look at their face. And they probably don't need to be on video, but they on video. And their backgrounds don't need to be. Like, I told, I told someone, I'm like, yo, it'll be okay if you can go off camera. Oh, no, I'm fine. And I sent her a private message. I said, you got a lot going on in your background, and I don't want your coworkers judging you. Go off camera. <laughs> And then she, Yo, she you, turned, will, you will be judged on a Zoom call, by the way. She turned around and she looked <laughs> and she nodded at me like, good point. Then she sent me a private text. She was like, appreciate you looking out. Ain't no problem because I was starting to form judgments in my head. And I'm like, uh -uh, before I do this, I know she got three kids running around, homeschool. She's working. Her husband um, has been injured, so he's been home. He can't assist much. So, like, what you see is what you get. As, yeah. as long as the kids are breathing, they're fed, and ain't nobody dying, this is the best that we're functioning. But I'm like, everybody don't need to see all that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. What, what, you, what you think about the inauguration, man? We got a new president now. That finally, well, finally, a new a new president, 46. We've been, we've been four years without a president, so it feels so good for <laughs> the country to fill their vacancy. Where was George W. Bush when we needed when we needed him? <laughs> I think a lot of us was mad at President Obama. He left us without a president for four years, but um, order has been restored to the executive branch of government. Order will soon be restored to the legislative branch of government, and we're hoping that goes on and trickles down to the judicial side of the government. Um, I. It was different because it was socially distant and it was mass and it was virtual. So it was weird. But what I will say is I was highly impressed with the execution of the present, like the overall presentation of the content was amazing. And when I say amazing, I mean <clears throat> how they put flags down to represent Americans coming to the inauguration. That was dope. Um, how, it incorporated so many different walks of life in the actual ceremony. Mm -hmm. um, it was a celebration. I, of course, you know, I, I loved when the queen arrived, when she stepped out of the black <laughs> SUV. She knew it too, man. She did. She Barack, did. Barack, take these bumper curlers out, put them in your pocket. <laughs> and Barack knew too. Barack was like, cool, well, I'm just going to wear, you know, a black coat. I'm going to be presidential, but the coat, I'm, I'm going to be me. I'm going to be like fellas, fellas, that is the epitome of when you are just an accessory. And he understood. 
And sometimes you got to be an accessory. When your when your woman that fine, you got to be an accessory, man. It's okay. But the thing was, Barack knew that just by him being there alone, right? That's they were so they are so confident in themselves that they understood that just me showing up is gonna set and alter the atmosphere. So he's like, I don't need to be like right. But Michelle, when she put her foot on the ground Man. and the door, and I was like, <gasps> and I was like, oh, she coming through, she coming through. And then it was the walk, bro. It was the walk. Like Forever I'm here. Man. I'm here. I'm mm. here to support my sister, who's about to be the first woman vice president. We're here. Yeah. Right. And so, Vice President Harris looked amazing. Right. She was ready, regal in her purple pants. All of the ladies, man. All of the ladies, like, and I'm, you know, I'm not, a, I'm not a fashion. Except, except. Oh, hold on. We get to that in oh, a minute. Okay. But but most of the ladies, most of the ladies was like hitting. You know what I'm saying? As far as their presentation, from from Michelle to uh, to the, the the new first lady, Dr. Mm-hmm. Biden, mm-hmm. Um, to Vice President Harris, and like mm-hmm. the colors. Like I'm like, damn. Did y'all did y'all call each other up to say we want to look like some sophisticated Power Rangers or something, man? Like the colors Bruh, was crazy. They man. were the berry version of Skittles. Yo. <laughs> that's the best guy you throw you throw in sister gorman amanda gorman oh the, yes the, the poet laurie yeah oh, yes. man she 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 kind of blended in with that with that piece and then uh you know we got we got our uh puerto rican sister j-lo i, I wasn't impressed with the song the song it and was the singing but the outfit there. but the outfit though the outfit but we but we already knew J Lo couldn't sing, so we wasn't. Yeah, I wasn't. It. I wasn't. I wasn't expecting to get tears sit down my cheeks with her no. rendition of uh, "America the Beautiful." I believe it, it was. I don't know what it was. Yeah, it was a she, lot. She looked wow. good though. Like she was the she white did. Power Ranger. Like she was the white Power Ranger in that whole bro- little getup. Yeah, man. like where she was like, "I too sing America." Now, what I will say, Lady Gaga. I don't know what was happening. What I will say is Lady Gaga looked like she had Mama uh, Martin's mama's bird on her shoulder. <laughs> yo, yo, she had the she had the ghost face killer wristlet, man, when he used to and walk I, around with the eagle <laughs> on. She took that joint off of the ghost face and put it on her shirt. <laughs> I did not know what was happening. All I know was I was like, can we just get this over with? Um, yeah. But overall it was it was good. I like the shout out to Pence. Um, for showing up, classy even though... man. Like at the end of the day, regardless of politics and which side of the aisle you claim you on, there is a level of civility and a level of professionalism and just a level of sophistication that you should have if you're gonna hold those kinds of positions. Yeah, I ain't gonna give him too much credit though, because it's kind of like when you hear uh, a deadbeat dad talking about, I, I take care of my kids, I pay child support, you're supposed to. Yeah. Right? Like yeah, you're, yeah. So they was like, yeah, you know, Vice President Prince showed up. I was like, he was supposed to. Yeah. <laughs> like, he was I think still... it meant a little, I think it was a little heavier because typically the, the president should show up, but he was, rep- he was literally Bar- representing. Barack Obama was there. The last president <laughs> we had was there. <laughs> And so, you know, the inauguration for me, man, um, I think it, it was what it was. Mm-hmm. I did like I did like the thought they, they really, I think they put in a lot of thought around some of the activities that people could, people normally would look forward to. You know, like there was none of the balls or anything, uh, none of the kind of 
after parties slash celebrations, etc. And so I think people missed out on it, but I think they were trying to be intentional with some of the digital stuff that they had. Like you and I, we watched the uh, We Are One special that was on YouTube. That was like the night before, yep. or the weekend before. Yeah, and it was pretty solid. Yeah, the, the firework display afterwards. I thought that was crazy. I'm like, bruh. I'm, like, and I'm not usually giddy about Echo fireworks, but I was like, that shit was tight. When 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 someone said they literally let the city on fire, that joint was amazing. I was and then like, with oh. the Katy Perry singing in the back, like that joint was hard, man. I, I was like, I was like, okay, all right. That joint this, was hard, man. I was like, this is where my donations went. To these daggone fireworks. Okay, yeah. I ain't mad at you, Joe. I ain't mad at you. The and then then you know of course the memorial service uh, that they did uh, and to to commemorate all of the four hundred plus thousand people that we lost due to COVID and the fact that they had the light representation around the reflecting that was pool. Powerful. Classy man, Yolanda powerful. Adams singing in the background. Powerful. It was dope, but but that's the type of stuff that I expect from. Our leadership, man, to have some civility, to party like we the greatest country in the world, but get shit done. So, you know. And and it was a shame that the memorial service was probably the most solemn and most um, empathetic notion that we've seen from that office since the pandemic. Since it started, started, man. Because when you think about it, when the pandemic started, man, and believe this shit or not, brother Jay, almost a year ago, next month be a yeah. year. But when it yeah. started, you know, the administration and people that we look for to, for leadership, they were ignoring it, thinking it was a joke, talking about like this shit was gonna be like some magic tricks and shit was just gonna disappear. Like, like think about all of the main headlines that we were told about this damn virus, man. Mm-hmm. Think about it. You know, that, all right, well, we, we got to lock you down. We shouldn't lock you down. You don't need to wear a mask. You should wear a mask. Uh, wash your hands or use uh, hand sanitizer. Um, you know, well, if you get it, you can't get it again. Or kids can't get it. Or black people are dying more than white folks. And, and white folks don't want to wear a mask. Like, think about all of the different types of headlines that mm-hmm. were kind of used to manipulate the, 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 the audience one way or another during the pandemic. To increase fear. Yeah. It was in to, to induce fear. And what I will say is Dr. Fauci looked like a brand new person. He looked like he crossed the burning sands. Yo, bro, he looked so relieved, man. All of his right. interviews in January, he looked so he was relieved, yo. Smiling, like the color le- was returning to his face. Like his I think that brother was on his way out and not not resigning. <laughs> like yo, he, he was Yo, he he won't go. He won't gonna get it from COVID, man. He was gonna catch a stroke from forty five, man. Yeah. <laughs> like for real. Yeah. And so good, a good podcast to talk about uh, that talks about his experience when he was interviewed. And I mean, it's no, yo, he cut straight to the chase, brother Jay. Uh, go go listen to the Daily New York Times the Daily, and there's the episode is called uh, "A Skunk at the Picnic," mm. <laughs> and, and that is how Fauci explains you know how he kind, he kind of made a joke of it but during every press conference during every engagement he was the skunk at the picnic because he was likely likely going to bring everybody down to reality and 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 nobody liked it but the fact that you had to had to have somebody like Fauci to be that skunk at the picnic yeah. amongst leadership that's some scary shit man yeah 
thank your lucky stars that we here to make 2021 because that shit could have went all the way left. Oh, completely, completely. So listen, with the with everything that's happening and we're trying to make this slow return within the one, first 100 days, uh, President Biden wants everyone to be masked up. What are your thoughts or have you given any more consideration to the vaccine? Man, honestly, man, and I've been going back and forth with this, right? Mm-hmm. The mask thing, I'm going to still wear a mask even when this shit is over with. Oh, absolutely. Because I had I, already kind of had that idea in my head, like, if you're on the metro or something, or you you know you're on a plane, like I don't want to, I don't, I don't like to think about breathing other people's air to begin with. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? I like to be in my own little bubble, literally. So I'm keeping my mask way after this shit is over. Mm-hmm. The vaccine, on the other hand, I, honestly, man, I'm treating that shit like a play, a PS5, a PS5, or you know, uh, you know, whatever the new latest gadget is, or what have you, man. You gotta wait wait a while. Yeah, man. I'm gonna treat that shit like a pair of Jordans, man. I get in line. I might be in line all day, but eventually I get there because I don't want that first batch. I don't want that first batch, and I want everybody to get vaccinated. But I also just want to, you know, I just want to get a little test period just to make sure I ain't got to worry about growing a damn arm out of my forehead and shit. That's fair. But I, but I, but I do want to get it. I do want to get it, brother Jay, because I'm, I'm waiting for this shit to be over with. That's fair. And if I, you don't have any crazy side effects, and like it won't mess me up long term, then I'm all for it. Cause I'm, I I do at least want to put my put my feet in the sand, and and go to a, a, a island, and hopefully it'd be some good drinks there, some fine women there, and some peace. I, I need it asap. I need it sooner rather than later. So yes, in order to get to that vision, I will take the vaccine asap. But I'm looking for like, you know, if I could get it around the summer, I mean, some, cause this summer's a wash anyway. Cause I don't trust, I don't trust the other people who saying they're not going to take it. So nah, so right. I don't, I don't anticipate going anywhere or being in crowds like that for 2021, but I want to get the vaccine done. So at least if I leave my damn mask at home, my good mask, I ain't got to overthink it with the mask I keep in the car. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah, I, I um I too am not jumping to be in line for it, but I will eventually get it. Yeah. Um I, I just need some more research and data to come out first. And it's I think I think it's the two shot thing, man. Like you gotta go back and get it three weeks later. And you know, you, you know how black people black people we we the most scariest scariest race on earth, man. We scared of uh, uh, monsters. We scared of the dark. We scared of needles. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, you know, it's going to be certain people that it's going to take a lot for them to even just sit in the chair to get stuck in the first place. Then you tell them they got to come back twice. Yeah. I, I, I don't know how the math going to add up with that, brother Jay. But I, but I, well, it's not, well, like it's not know. fully effective until you get the second one. That's what so I'm saying. That's why, like, when, when I hear people say, yeah, I don't know about going back to get second. I was like, you know, you got to, that's the whole fucking point, brother Jay. You got to, what was the point of getting the first one? If you like, that's like, I don't know. I was like, there's, there's other shots that they provide you a booster and you got to go back and get the full dosage or whatever. Cause what, is that time. with the, what is it? Tetanus? It's one of them uh, shots. The, it's I one think of the them hepatitis shot. shot yeah, hepatitis there's a booster. Shot. Yeah. Um, I don't, I don't know if it's the MMR shot, measles, mumps, and rubella, but there's a couple other shots where you get the booster and then you got to go back and get the other. Right? Now, we haven't had to do that in a while because, you know, you had to take those shots and get vaccinated to go to school. And then even when I went to college, 
they wanted me to make sure I had certain vaccinations mm -hmm. prior to going to school. So it's not, this isn't foreign, you know what I mean? But right. I think what, what's really it weighing heavy, and it's probably weighing heavy off over a lot of the heads of our, our community, is the, the pace and the rapid nature that the vaccine came about. I think that really bothers a lot of people because, like you said, it's some diseases and things that's out there, you know, we still don't have a cure for, a vaccine for, but all of a sudden with this one, we get that joint in 10 months. I, and, and the administration that was kind of responsible for that, the delivering of that vaccine, I think, that, I think it's, I don't trust that process. It's almost like if 46 came in and he said, yo, we're going to start over and, and make sure that it's right, I'd be, I'd be okay with that because I'm, I'm just not sure. Facts. I'm just not sure, you know. If we if we gotta if we gotta kind of live in this cautious state with masks anyway, then let's just make sure we get it right. But for as far as Kev is concerned, you know, I got it on my to do list when my age bracket and all that stuff becomes available uh, somewhere around the Fourth of July holidays, man. I'll feel comfortable and more secure enough to say, you know what, let me get it, get it out of the way. Hopefully, ain't no long lines. People ain't coughing on me in the process of me trying to get it. Like it's it's a lot of shit, man. It's just. But you know, it's after you get it, it takes seven weeks for it to fully be like for it to like for that shield to be up. I and know. it's not saying that you won't get it. It just means it won't be as bad from what I was. Yeah, kind of like the flu. Like yeah. you can still get the flu, but you won't necessarily die from. And it. I got a few. I got a flu shot this year for the first time in in forever. Cause I'm like, yo, it, I'm, I'm living, I'm living my best life in 2021, regardless of the circumstances. So let me get my flu shot. If y'all see me in the streets, I ain't dapping up nobody no more. It's all elbows. Ain't, look, ain't <laughs> and, no more fraternity. Ain't no <laughs> more fraternity <laughs> gatherings. Hey, right? don't add, add yo, yo frats, I used to all your hate. frats, all your frats and sorors. Screw them hugs and screw them grips. <laughs> I'm sorry. Bruh, I hated convention. You want to know why? Conclave, convention, any type of mass gathering, bros always wanted to give you the grip. I'm like, no, I just saw you an hour ago in the session when we first walked in. I'm not gripping you up anymore. I'm not, right? Because, like, the OGs, the OGs, they, they don't bring up, they don't never come in to grip you first. Because it's like, you, you little young, you little young whippersnapper. You, you, if I ask you for it, you, you better, you better give it to me correct. But if right. I don't ask you for it, you just shut up and listen. Bruh, that's why I always got, I got my phone in my hand or I'm carrying like my portfolio, something to where I can't grip you up. I'm like, uh-uh, uh-uh. I'll, I'll look on the face of a bruh. I'm like, ah, he look like he about to, uh-uh, nope. I'll grab something real quick. I just, no. So, and that was primarily for germs. And so now, nope, mm-mm, we good. Hey man, so if you're a neophyte in my frat, man, and if 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 you just cross, if you cross and I see you, don't expect a grip from the old boy, man. I'm mm -hmm. <laughs> I've been I've been in this game, I've been in this game twenty some years, man. I I, I done seen a grip here and there. I'm good. You don't need to mm -hmm. grip me. No. Know my know my history and know what we about. That's what I care about. You don't need to grip me. I'm sorry. <laughs> and speaking of history, yeah. Happy Black History Month, brother. Happy Black History Month, brother Jay, man. Mm -hmm. The one month out of the whole year that you put all this fly and freshness in 28 slash 29 days, man. Yo, I had to, I had to, someone wished me a happy Black History Month that didn't look like one of my cousins. Mm -hmm. And I said, thank you. And she was like, oh, well, you know, what are you doing to celebrate? 
And so I used that time to say, well, you know, Black History Month wasn't really for us. She got real confused. I said, it's really for you. Yeah. Right? Like, we're presenting you with history that you wouldn't have learned any other time. And so for us, it can be called a celebration. But for you, it's called education. Yeah, man. Cause and you so know, we, you're going to get it 365. 365, bro. Absolutely. We celebrate 365. You know, going back, going back to my CB4 clip, man, with, with, uh, with, with, with my man, G Money. G Money was in CB4, and he was he was doing his music video. I'm black, y'all. I'm black, y'all. I'm blackity black, and I'm black, y'all. Yep, that's me. I'm playing that. I play that song every day. <laughs> every day of the year. I'm blip, 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 blip. I'm that black, yes. I play that song every day. All day, every day. All day, every day. You know, but the, the month in itself, actually, you know, to, to educate, because, you know, we all about edutainment up in, up in the GRG podcast. Mm-hmm. The, the month in itself started as a week. It was Negro History Week, and it was founded and created by Dr. Carter G. Woodson, who's a member and a brother of Omega Sci-Fi Fraternity Incorporated, in 1926, February. And he want like, this is the ill thing, and I don't think a lot of people know this. He wanted to establish a national week for the purpose that you just stated, uh, Brother Jay, to educate others. But he wanted the week to be between Abraham Lincoln's birthday and Frederick Douglass's birthday. I didn't I didn't know about Frederick Frederick Douglass because you know his birthday I think is the February twentieth. Twentieth or twenty second, somewhere and, around. And there. Lincoln's birthday is like the twelfth. But he wanted it to be he wanted Negro History Week to kind of be. Uh, uh, a shout out to Abe Lincoln, or also a shout out to Frederick Douglass, and then it kind of transpired and blew up bigger than just the week to the month. And now you have every organization and corporation out there. Everybody got a Black History Month program, a Black History Month commercial, a Black History Month shout out on diversity. My hope is that hey, any organization that's out there that you are also gonna give your Black employees equal pay. Like that, like you can celebrate us, but the the main way that you celebrate us is by paying us what we are due and what we deserve. That's the way. And so, 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 white folks, if you're out there and you want to wish me uh, a happy Black History Month, thank you. But what I would like you to do is just speak to the stakeholders within your organization and your community, and just make sure that Black folks is getting the money that we supposed to get. We getting the the life the livelihoods and the lifestyles that we do supposed to get. We got good neighborhoods, good schools, good health care. You know the shit that you know most human beings should get. <laughs> and and not <laughs> to not basic to, shit. Not not to you know skip over this part, but Carter G. Woodson, brother Carter G. Woodson, was born in Virginia and yep. raised in West Virginia. Yep. Shout it out, man! You see yeah. how we bring it all—we bring it all full yeah. circle for, uh-huh. for our listeners, brother. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, it, it, that's where it began, and so, yeah, three sixty-five. We celebrate it every day. Every day we live, it, we are creating uh, more stories to be within the bounds of Black history. But Black history is American history because a lot of the things that we are uh, we created, invented, developed, patented, right, have increased everyone's life around the globe and so um shout out to to everyone as we take this month to educate others on the importance of blacks in american history 
Hey, and, 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 and while you're at it, support a black-owned business. Go to uh, the Game Recognized Game website and get your Black Lives Make Us Better t-shirts. Black Lives Make Us Better because, you know, black history has definitely made America better. Absolutely. And so I'm, I'm happy about that, man. I think with, with, what's, what's normally the highlight of uh, the month for me, however, though, is really just the blatant call out of all of the people that have come before us, all of the all of the brothers and sisters that um, founded organizations, created and blazed trails, um, and really just gave us their shoulders to stand on, and and get there, man. And uh, you know, I think we talked about this a little bit last year, just as far as the the Black history that exists within our perspective, Greek organizations, man. Yeah, you know, like. Who would have thunk? Who would have thunk, man? Like, like we are we are part of Black history, absolutely. As a result of just our mere and meager affiliation with the organizations that we are part of, that we are a part of Black history, man. Yeah. You know, and so definitely, definitely, especially in the spirit of the you know the inauguration and the Divine Nine showed out, and certainly those sisters of Alpha Kappa Alpha Sorority Incorporated founded on the campus of Howard University that also put the first woman, the first woman into the vice president's chair. Absolutely. She's a member and a sister and a soror mm-hmm. of AKA. Like, come on, Ple- man. Pledge come on, man. at Howard. Pledge if you ain't ta- at the Alpha If chair. you ain't talking about, man, if that ain't black history, man, I don't know. If that ain't American history and black, like a prime example of it, like, come on now. Come on now, man. HBCU grad. Mm-hmm. Vice President of the United States. Mm-hmm. Talk Dude, about it. You can't tell me nothing, man. I'm, I sell, I'm, a, I'm celebrating that all year. 365, yeah. man. Every I'm day. celebrating that until she becomes president. That's and it, then. Man. Right? And then so. So yeah, man. We we got some heavy hitters in every organization. So every shout out to all the trailblazers within the Divine Nine. Um, the national. And Hellenic Council Incorporated. Shout out to all of the trailblazers that had their hand on the plow and um, led us to this moment in which we are in today. And and you know and the the, the folks that blazed those trails, man. I think in the back of their head, brother Jay, they knew that they weren't going to be able to see all of their uh, labor pay off. Yeah. You know what I mean. And I think that's what's frustrating about the times that we're in. Um, and it might be the culture, you know, the, the flex culture, like everything is about a flex versus, you know, bringing your community forward and, and uplifting your, your village, you know. And um, I think those the, the representation within the divine nine, that, w- that was that was the, the core principle, regardless of the organization that they were affiliated with. You know, uplifting the village and, and, and bringing our cause forward. Yeah. Yeah, in a in a polished way, right? Yeah. Understanding, um, you know, there's many approaches that can be taken, but um, the the mission within MPAC is unanimity of thought and action as far as possible. And so, knowing that um, we can go much farther if we go together, faster if we go alone, but farther if we go together. Absolutely, absolutely, man. And and part of it, we've lost a lot of legends already, man. Yeah. Already in 2021, so soon, though the the legends that we lost, 
man, let the work that they have done speak for them for sure. Oh, absolutely. You know, from I, Hank absolutely. Aaron, from Hank yeah. Aaron, um, John Cheney, uh, Cicely Tyson, man, even even Larry King, man. I'm going I'm to adopt Larry King, man. He put a lot of brothers on, too. So oh, even absolutely. Larry, even Larry King, you know what I mean? So I just look at it like, uh, you know, our the pillars of our community, man, life, life isn't designed for us to be here forever. Yeah. And I think that's a thing that we hold on to. We think that anyone that is in the celebrity limelight, anyone that we we extol to be upon um, a pedestal, we have this false expectation that they are going to live forever. Um, and so I think it hurts when someone that we didn't think was going to ever die in our lifetime, and they transition from being a descendant to an ancestor. And I think it's a... I think it's a, just a solemn reminder that we too all have to pass this way. Yeah. And that there will come a time where we will have to cross, um, as the old song said, uh, the Jordan River never to cross again. And so I think I think it hits and it's just a reminder that this, this fragile thing that we are living in will soon pass away. And so to all of the legends that we lost, um, it's it's a solemn moment, bro. It's a solemn moment. But like, I remember someone was like, no, y'all was supposed to protect Cicely. I said, mother Cicely, mother Tyson was 96. Yeah. She, she had, she had divine protection over her life. Her whole life. Her whole entire existence. Right. And I, I was watching her last interview and with Gail and she's like, what do you want people to remember when that time has come? And she lifted her head and said that I did my best. Bro, that thing took me down. I was like, woo. Right? That, like, but, but that's all you can do, though, brother Chase. That's it. That's it, right? And I was like, man, and your best, we didn't even deserve all of that. All of that you gave us, the world didn't even deserve it. And she, her book was released, and a few days after that, right? That's she, the mic drop, man. Like, that's the, and her, and her business, that's the ultimate mic drop. Yeah. Yeah straight yeah. up and so man you know god bless her and her family i didn't know she was uh lenny kravitz godmother mm-hmm. like imagine mm-hmm. having cicely tyson as your godmother man that's cold and you knew she was married to miles davis yeah i knew that knew that part uh-huh. but yeah. i was like damn that, that that's that's kind of heavy man i you know my godmother is cool you know i love my godmother shout out my aunt debbie but um to have Cicely Tyson as your godmother, like that's like some fairy godmother type stuff, yo. Yeah, literally. Yeah, <laughs> like for real. <laughs> literally. Yeah. And so I didn't know. I didn't know that um, Lenny Kravitz' mother, who played on the Jeffersons, and her and Cicely Tyson, they were like they were they were best friends. Mm-hmm. That's that's all right, man. That's all right. And so you know, may that may their memories be a blessing, man. Absolutely. Hank, Hank Aaron took me back a little bit just because I'm a, a big sports fan, but Hank Aaron to me is still the home run king. You know, I get it that somebody else passed his record uh, with some help from some supplements, etc. From what, what we understand, however, Hank Aaron to do what Hank Aaron did and smack uh, those 700 plus home runs and beat out Babe Ruth for the all time record. And the time that he did it in the deep south, like, come on, man, come on, man. And I, it's just some some people are put on the earth, brother Jay, to just do remarkable things. 
and you just sit back in awe. Yeah. Yeah. And that was one of them. Yeah, man. Like, come on. So, you know, we 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 will probably lose more legends, but I think that's also the circle of life. And it rules us all. That's what Absolutely. the Lion King taught us. Yeah, for sure. Um, so definitely shout out to the lost legends, man. Uh, and in other news, though, brother Jay, you know, we 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 are actually uh, sticking to our bourbon and book series. Mm-hmm. It's part of the podcast with Cousin Jeff, man. We, we, yeah. We've been in the trenches, like, really being diligent, even when people just like, yo, I you know, I don't read. I don't feel like reading. And you'd be like, hey, man, what what, what do white book clubs do? <laughs> <laughs> you know brothers, man. You know brothers. Brothers really got to want to read a book to pick it up and, and like, God. just for leisure. <laughs> like, if it ain't for work or you got to learn a, something for school, man. like struggle. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> I hit up a few. I hit up a few brothers. They was like, "Yo, man, I, y'all was reading one of my favorite books." I was like, "Why don't you jump on?" He's like, "Shit, man, I ain't feel like reading that shit again." I'm like, "Bro, <laughs> <laughs> like, read a book." It does. I said, "I promise you, it doesn't take that long." And it won't kill you, man. Read, reading, yeah. reading books for leisure will not kill you, man. You learn yeah. something. Your most successful people read religiously. Yeah. Hey, you know, everybody, everybody be tooting Obama's horn, man. Obama got a book list that he dropped every year. The, the books he read, you know, the previous year or whatever. So it's okay. It's cool to read, brothers. We can we can do it. However, I do understand, like, yo, man, if I'd rather be watching the game or reading things fall apart <laughs> by Chinua Achebe. I, I don't know. I, I think I might want to watch LeBron James and, and uh, KD go at it. That's but... Right. You know, you put the, the our greatest lessons and greatest riches are in the pages of books, in between the pages of some some great works of art, man. And so, um, the Bourbon and Book series with the Game Recognized Game podcast, um, yo, we dropping one every month, man. We dropping one every month, so y'all get fo- look forward to what we have going on, and uh, we would likely drop uh, one at the end or the be- either the end of the of the month or the beginning of the following month. It would be Jay. the beginning. And so, yeah, uh, we read it throughout the month and we record it the very last Monday of the month to drop um, first day of the next month. Yeah. And so for um, our next book up on the list, did we figure that out yet? Yeah, it is. Um, what doesn't kill you makes you blacker by Damon <laughs> Young. Damon Young, what doesn't kill you makes you blacker. Yeah. So we already know what this is going to be about, man. And celebration, in celebration of the month, matter yet, 365 days of just blackness, man. We we focusing all our attention on black authors. We focusing our attention on subjects that are applicable to the black man because, hey, man, I just think that's, that's a, a way that we can connect and come together and we can learn something in the process, man. So knowledge is definitely power. And so uh, if, you, if you haven't joined the Bourbon and Book series, you can go on our Instagram page, uh, on our profile, and mm-hmm. sign up, man. If you, if you can do it, we'd love to have you. If you can't, hey, man, if, we ain't going to judge you, you know, maybe a little bit, but not a lot. So cause you, I, I'll tell you, Brother Jay, Brother Jay, he got to stay on me to get me to finish the book. I'll start it, but then I get sidetracked, man. I get sidetracked, for real. And then uh, on top of that, Brother Jay, we um, we sunset. That's what you call 
when you uh, retire or something. We sunset the, the weekly cocktails and conversation happy hours. Um, and But we, we got a, a, a new endeavor that we are going to roll out first Fridays. First Fridays for the culture with the Game Recognized Game podcast with RLJ and Kev. This will be a virtual first Friday happy hour event that we're going to do the first Friday of every month. So uh, look on our calendar for that as well. Sign up. It's going to be a lot of fun. The drinks are on you. The fun is on us. That's that's pretty much how we get down. So, you know, your bar tab, that is, uh, you know, that, that, that depends on your pockets and, yeah. your, and your preferences. Yeah, we gonna give absolutely. you the fun though. We gonna give you some. We gonna give you some music. We gonna give you some entertainment. We gonna give you some some bar games. Uh, we gonna give you a lot of laughs and a nice kickoff to your weekend. But yeah. the drink tab, that's on you. That's on you. Yeah. Byob for real. Byob for real. Because if if you don't bring nothing, then I guess you're just gonna sit on the call and look <laughs> at us all day. Because we gonna bring stuff. Oh, ready. <laughs> yeah, ready. You know the, the the week when we were doing them during the week. For cocktails and conversation, Thursday will be the hangover day for most people on the call. So <laughs> hurt, hurt. We, we we getting we getting busy. This ain't no this ain't no webinar where you're gonna come and learn something or hear from the latest thought leader. Nah, this is something for you to relax, let your hair down, uh, unwind, get you some of that that liquid courage in you, and get it off your chest. And then we gonna move on to our weekend. Absolutely. Yeah, first Fridays for the culture. Closing thoughts, brother Jay. Hey, man, just just keep your hand on the plow with whatever you're doing. Um, you know, I started the um, one word challenge again for 2021. And so uh, I'm staying focused with that, trying to figure out how I can uh, incorporate it more. Got 134 people that are participating with me in the challenge. And so um that's all I'm doing, man. I'm, I'm, my one word is elevate and to everything that I'm doing, I'm raising it to a next level. And so, um, my goal was at least one new book a month. Uh, I've elevated that to three. And so, uh, we shall see how that goes. That's all right, man. My, my word, my word for the challenge. I'm, I'm participating in the challenge as well as innovate. And so, man, I'm just trying to innovate, innovate dopeness all around me, man. Work, there it is. fun, pleasure, podcast, family, all of it, man. It's I'm innovating. I'm innovating the, the next big thing that's going to take all of us to the next big level that we need to go. And that's that's my focus, man. So if people ain't about innovating and creating and, and being positive with it, then that, that's really not my lane, man. I'm okay. Yeah, my blood life, pressure, brother. my blood pressure all already high. So I'm, I'm, I'm working on getting my blood pressure situated as well, brother Jay. You hit this forty thing, and people warn you, but I, you know, I would, I would laugh. People say, oh, it's different when you hit forty, and I thought I at least had two, three years left. Kind of test my limits. But no, I think I know my limits, brother Jay. There it is. Take care of yourself, brother. That's it, man. That's it. We're going to take care of ourselves so we can continue to be light. You have just witnessed another edition of the Game Recognized Game podcast with RLJ and Kev. I'm KEV. That's RLJ. And we are the gentlemen advancing the melanin evolution. Till next time, wear your mask. Wipe your ass. Wipe your ass. Wash your hands. Wash your hands. And be light. And be light. Thank you.